Everybody, this is Geriatric Talk. My name is Dale Finnefy. I'm joined by Harold Whipsplitch. Hello, Whipsplitch. That's my name. Hello, Harold. How are you today? I've been good. How are your hips? Good. Just tightened up the old prolapse. It's been hanging pretty low. So. I, oh yeah, yeah. I, I just understand. I just winched that back. You know, I've been. We do. I, I. You ever? You ever? I, I've heard the the knot method. You ever tie in a knot? Kind of no, back? I'm always afraid that it kind of is going to cause some sort of like uh, mm. blockage. But yeah, you know, I just I lost go, the point. I, you know, I just, point, I just go to Home Depot. You know, I ask. You know, uh, and, you know, I ask some. You go very, to plumbing section. Of course. No, I, I go to the winches. Oh, the winches. Yeah, okay. like I, I, I find the best way to just like you know take a winch and put it up. You know, when you go to these kids these days, you, yeah. them, you ask them where you can find a winch. They have no idea what you're talking about. Oh, They're like, what? Yeah. Oh, we don't. Sell sandwiches, sir. I said no. I said winch for 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 your your prolapse stain. For my prolapse anus, and I'm like, son, I'm dripping all over your floor right now. So you better get a wet floor sign and a mop. Are you gonna find? Tell me where the fucking goddamn winches are. But you know they, and they look at me like. You know, I, I, they're staring right through me. I would I would ask to talk to the manager. I'm not gonna lie. I'd, I'd be like, I've, listen, I listen. These, I, these young, these young, young millennials, whippersnappers, generation zennial, you know these <clears throat> these younger folk these days. They don't they don't understand the uh, good day's work. They don't understand uh, what it is to put on a suit and tie, go in, do a good day's business. Don't. You know, you're you're doing sales on this floor. You're doing yeah. sales. I, I I don't I listen I don't care what you're doing I don't care if you're doing this wood stacking you should be wearing a suit you should be you're wearing doing, a suit you're doing business you dress with for me the job you dress for the job you want right and you know what you can't just go in everyone should like, want to be the manager wearing those Air Jordans and the oh, you know and those oh. and those baggy pants that are sagging past your oh, butt oh you mean those <laughs> clothes <laughs> you can't be wearing can't be wearing them when you're just gonna you gonna gonna sell me a damn winch or mop up my prostate juice. No, cause I seen those <clears throat> you know those those jo- those Jordan shoes. You know who they're they're made of? It's not it's not referring to Jordan of the Bible, you know. No. No, it's it's the 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 the, the Michael Jordan from from basketball. Oh from the oh, NBA. Matthew Jordan. No, um um maybe. Uh He's a, he's a, how do I say, he's a one there. <laughs> one of them. Basketball players. Basketball players. <laughs> oh, you know. They can't be trusted. They're, they're too fast. They, they, they can, they steal. They steal as part of the game. Mm-hmm. They're taught to steal from you. What These I... people steal. These people are taught to steal from you as the rules of the game. That is the game. Those are the game. That's, that's the game. Yeah. You know what? Well, that's why we need more wars. That's why I we need more police. I didn't kill 20 men in, in, in the Korean War to come back. You didn't kill 20 men in the Korean War. You got a deferred draft. 
I didn't say where I killed them. <laughs> I said you didn't kill them. You're right. You didn't kill 20 men in the Korean War. That's very true, Harold. <laughs> That's you didn't kill anybody in the Korean War. You were busy. The, Kore- the Korean War was happening. You were in Cornell, Harold. I was at certain places along the California coast. <laughs> you're you're up and down the glory holes on your summer vacation. Yeah, Harold. That's true. I mean, they never found the bodies. They never will, Harold. They never will. It's been a long time, and if they do, we'll be long gone by the time they do, son. It's something we all do naturally. You know what? Listen, time time is long, and people don't understand how things were back in the 1960s, 1970s, 1950s even. Or you're talking about when you were back in... Back in Cornell during the Korean War, yeah. and uh, you know, on the California coast, doing your own business. Doing my own business. You do. You, know, you people don't understand how different things were before social media. That's it true. was. It was more acceptable to find, uh, you know, what we called, you know, uh, uh, a fun, a fun stranger, mm-hmm. you know, a vagabond of sorts, and um, people that God forgot. Yeah. Yeah. It's okay. In a way, <clears throat> no, 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 no. it's God's blind spot when it comes to souls. There we, there we go. It's it's ones he doesn't necessarily count on. So mm-hmm. if you take them and just give them to God, he's very thankful. That's very true. Very that's thankful. why. That's why I feel my time as the color of men is over. Well, like you know, I'm 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 dripping through my drawers in a fucking Home Depot. You know? Looking at a kid who would have been dead deep and 50 feet in a hole. Let me tell you that much, but I no longer have the abilities or strength. They've been sat from my bones due to osteoporosis. You've never killed anybody, Harold. You're right. <laughs> but I'd, I'd have mentally in my mind. That's fair. That's fair. A lot of us have watched a lot of war films. I've watched a lot <laughs> of World War II films and made me feel like I was there. So I I talked to my therapist and I said, yeah, the war really, really got to me. And they're like, which one? I'm like, the one in Saver and Private Ryan, whichever one that is. Because that, that movie really shook me up. I saw it in the theaters. And let me tell you, they had that, the, 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 the Dolby sound. They had that they Dolby did. sound. They had that Dolby sound. That Dolby sound will shake you. It'll shake your bones. I don't know. I, in World War II, I just remember the soldiers being a lot sexier. Like they had that Matt Damon, and sure he's like twinked up. You're in that in that period, yeah. In that period, in that, period. Yeah, that was Matt Damon's twink period. But right, right. There, I just remember the bo- I just remember the boys being a little bit more prettier. People don't really easier on. I mean, the eyes. people do talk about how aging is twink death, and aging is twink. Death. You know, I think we all had a point in our life when maybe we was a twink a little bit. Yeah, yeah, we all had a twink era. My twink have been long gone for a long I mean, time. I wrinkled up real fast. I wrinkled up in my <laughs> 20s. I got the forehead wrinkles. I got the face wrinkles. Mm-hmm. I was out in the sun a long time, and being out in the sun really bad for you. Turns out Dale turns into a goddamn reason turns when he's out in the sun. I mean, we do get to see, like, a physical representation of Matt Damon's twink death in that movie. We see him at the end go from a pert young boy uh-huh. To a to a sad old man. Right, right. It was you like you see, in the mirror. Right, right. We see a man who is, is happy to stick his ass up in the air for a few dollars, mm-hmm. and he turns into a man. Put it up like the flag itself. Oh, just high, flying high. Run it like a flag at half mast, my friend. Waving there. Oh. Got that stink on it. P o w m i a. P o w b o. Oh yeah, you yeah yeah you know you know the the look that the POWs have in their eyes while they bought them for you is is a look. Oh, of, and the look in the brown eye. Oh, the look of the brown eye. <laughs> yeah. They're are they able they're able to wink like a jazz musician yeah. who's playing a mad solo. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Just winking at the audience. I know I'm playing this. I know I'm killing this piano. It's a good time. It's a good time. It's a good time. The 1950s were fun. I got a lot of tail back in those days, and you could get it for two dollars a piece. Whoa, whoa, they used to have brothels. You ever been to a brothel? I was in the war in my mind. Of course I have. <laughs> <laughs> I've been to very many imaginary brothels in my day. I've, hey, Harold, once again, it doesn't count if you've been there in your imagination. <laughs> What's real anymore? 
that's a, you know you know if the, it, the pain it, pills these it days felt real to me it felt <laughs> real to me <laughs> you weren't there you weren't there oh yeah uh this has been geriatric talk with yeah. dale finnefy and harold whipsplitch thank you for listening thank you. uh npr will be right back after messages from our generous donors sweet track coming up Hey, this is Soy Trek! <laughs> Farting on your face with Star Trek. How does that fart trek feel, buddy? Feels great. Yeah? Yeah. yeah. It's, it's like just like that um, that cake farts, except it's like sitting on, on Soy Trek and farting. Yeah. How are vegan cake farts? How do those compare to regular cake farts to you? Do you remember? Do you, do you mm. have a good memory for how farts feel? <laughs> what, what, not vegan farts? Yeah, do you have a good butthole memory? Is what I'm asking. Yeah, I mean they're all they're all the same. No, your butt your uh, butthole does not have a good memory if you think they're all the same. <laughs> Either that, or it's just not very sensitive, which means you might be a bottom. Watch <laughs> out! It's all the same to me. Yeah, just fucking stick it in. I don't care which well, size it is. It's I mean, all the I, same I, I mean, I guess I don't have much memory for the meat-related ones because I didn't eat. I gave up meat eating very very early in my life. How early? Uh, gave up red meat in kindergarten. And, uh, uh, wow! Look at you! <laughs> wow! Red, red, hero of the day, red, everybody! Red meat and pork, and then uh -huh. chicken uh, later on. Oh, look at this guy! And then, uh, and then vegan. Uh huh. Were you vegetarian uh, first, or yeah, vegetarian first? When were you vegetarian? Huh? When were you vegetarian? From like I think first year of high school to. Um, to 11 years ago when I went vegan. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Do you jerk off on your, your vegan birthday? I don't remember when it is. I mean, you jerk off most every day. <laughs> yeah, so, you know, by your happenstance. Yeah, yeah. Just, the rule of averages suggests <laughs> that any of those things I mean, be right. Yeah, so the answer I'm surprised was not immediate. Yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> I mean, it was, I'm like, sure. I it was a day that ended in Y, so <laughs> sure. I think it was a a, a Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, we're here to talk about uh, Star Trek: The Animated Series today. Yeah, the twelfth episode from the first season, "The Time Trap." Mm -hmm. Yeah, what um, what what kind of tra time traps have you been caught in before? Uh. Uh, I feel like work is a time trap because it feels work like is a time trap. I feel like I'm reliving the same day every day. You are because you're like a craftsman who is remaking the same product over and over yeah. to a very specific specification, yeah. which needs to be exacted. Yeah. And so, like, I mean, you're you're the the guy who is like. I'm a human robot. You are. Yeah. You're yeah. you're the guy who's like builds a chair and he builds a chair well, but he builds that one chair. Yeah. And he doesn't. He's not. Capitalism won't let him think outside that chair. No. You're not allowed to do that. I do not think beyond the chair. No. The chair is not real. No. The chair <laughs> is you when you think chair. about it. <laughs> I am the table. Hmm. That's what Lou Reed and Metallica said uh, yeah, on that right. album Lulu. I am the table. Oh, yeah. It's a good good track, man. Yeah, I think you sent that to me semi-recently. Uh -huh. Yeah. You're like, have you listened to this? Uh-huh. like, I have not. Did you? I did. Yeah, because yeah. I just remembered the table i am the table i am the table i am the table i am the table <laughs> it's pretty good man yeah pretty well, yeah rocking. i mean yeah it's it's good that yeah metallica's branched beyond like singing nursery rhymes yeah it's good they did an art rock album with like a really legitimate legend and they ruined both the reputations <laughs> of doing so and then tried to scrub the thing off the internet that's honestly pretty cool yeah like honestly like if i had that kind of money that metallica does i would want to do that mm -hmm. and i would act accordingly like when it's fucking sucked i'd like be like i don't know if i can release this but lou reed would be like it's my dying wish <laughs> they're like fine and so they release and everyone hates it and they're like oh well fucking hey uh record company scrub this from the internet and yeah. they're like uh, blah, blah, the internet uh, remembers forever it's gonna be on the napster <laughs> what, 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 what? Yeah. <laughs> Lars Ulrich is not again. Yeah, it's like when they want to do like some lost media shit on that. It's just like, no, it's going to be there forever. But also it's like at that point like they've they by the time like they made it like they're already like millionaires plus. Oh, yeah. So many like, times over. So it's just like 
multi just, multi-millionaires. Just, just take the L and just like fade out of like fade out of public view. Yeah, but <laughs> you know, it's honestly I, I feel like the South Park episode actually had a pretty good view on that. It's mm. like Lars Ulrich just needs like another fucking golden grill or something like that. Yeah. You know, just like or, yeah, just like a car made out of gold. He's like he has already achieved wealth beyond everyone's imagination, but he still needs more. Yeah. He still needs more. And he's the driving force behind that. And, like, the rest of the band is like, well, I mean, he's made us as rich as we are, so we should keep letting him make financial decisions. But those are, like, kind of evil decisions. Yeah. It's weird that he's not just happy with what he has. He has more money. He has the most money for being the shittiest drummer in the world. He does. He's (laughs) not good. (laughs) Like, compared to, like, any of the other big four drummers from uh, Megadeth, Anthrax, The Slayer, like... He sucks comparatively. Yeah, I mean he sucks. Yeah, I mean he sucks compared to even like some of the shittiest like metal bands. Yeah, no, like, he's <laughs> he's really not a good drummer. Like he has yeah. some iconic fills and stuff, but they're yeah. like easy beginner drummer fills. Yeah, and then but he's he's like a multimillionaire and he's married to Stabler's uh, partner that he had briefly in SVU when Benson was out for a minute. Uh, he's married to Matt Damon's ex girlfriend. She was Matt Damon's ex-girlfriend? Matt Damon's ex-girlfriend. Wow. Uh-huh. Lars Ulrich is married to Matt Damon's ex-girlfriend. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I just, she's I just, like I just five she inches was... taller than him, too. Oh, yeah. She's tall. Yeah. Just like, oh. she, I, I only I knew that from, like, because like I, I used to obsessively watch SVU, and then mm-hmm. I looked her up, and I was like, ooh, Lars, Lars Ulrich. Mm-hmm. And then, like, uh, yeah, I never knew she was a... Uh, yeah, but she was very tall. Like, she's, mm-hmm. like, almost stabler height. Yeah. Stabler's yeah. pretty... I mean, tallish. I yeah, he's tall. He's a tall guy. Christopher Maloney's a big guy. He's probably like six feet, maybe. Yeah. I don't consider that tall. Like I'm tallish. Oh uh, yeah. I don't know. I just i i have a, i have a hard i have a hard time with like height mm. because I am pretty tall. Mm. Um, I'm I'm five eight. Yeah. As most listeners know. <laughs> yeah, as most listeners know. Five, definitely. I'm a, I'm a I'm a I mean on a good day I'm five eight when my back's extra straight. Well, you know, you should weigh in on the. I saw um, in a Twitter discussion mm-hmm. uh, recently. Um, I, I think today actually, where they're um, uh, height truthing Trump. They're saying that he's only five eleven. No shit. Yeah. I mean, I've seen him next to some pretty tall people, and he actually like looks like he might be six one, six two, six three. It could be possible. Like he, he looks around my height comparatively to other people, but I don't know how tall other people are and I don't know how many people's heights are overreported. Uh, the only people I know mm. are the ones I've met and a lot of those are wrestlers. Mm. And wrestlers, like all of them overreport their height by like several inches. Mm. Only one of them I know is like at his build height because I'm like, oh this guy's actually taller than I am and he's built yeah. at six five. Wow. So yeah. Yeah, but like uh what really got this conversation going is i guess there's um he's in a line mm-hmm. with baron trump who's obviously the the tallest yeah he's like six five or something yeah right? he's and, tall as fuck. and i guess like they like someone was like measuring the the pixels between them oh being yeah, yeah like yeah. okay well if 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 we can believe trump's self-report of him being six three mm-hmm. that would literally make uh baron seven feet tall whoa really so, Interesting. yeah so like hmm. um I mean, I'm not sure how how mathematically sound that is. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, it's gonna be just like fucking crazy. Yeah, people you're on the you're no expert. Yeah, uh, yeah. So it's I'm just no like, expert. We're yeah, no we need we need some yeah we need some FBI data analysis <laughs> like to weigh on on this. But like, um, but yeah, I mean, it isn't interesting to think about like, okay, maybe is he just been self-reporting his um misrepresenting his height for this long like who knows who, i mean who cares he lies about everything yeah like <laughs> like that would be a big surprise to anyone if he wasn't as tall but at the same time he's always been retort reported as tall yeah and so i i definitely believe he's above six feet for mm. sure yeah maybe maybe baron is seven feet tall who knows and that's also part of why like ron DeSantis had to wear like those really elaborate heels right right like but he's only like five eight or something like that i think seven. shorter shorter you think yeah i yeah. think he's probably five eight with those heels. no he's yeah he's got the fucking like the tom cruise shoes yeah he, he got the cruise shoes but, but, ah. but worse they don't even look believable like mm-hmm. uh because you, you can see like his his toes aren't actually in the top part of the shoe because like they're just like collapsed in huh? so you can definitely see where he stand his toes are on the heel i mean so we got itty bitty feet too 
Yeah, yeah. Petite V. Well, like feminine walk. It's like sound like a lady <laughs> when he's walking in the room. Well, it's like a cowboy boot. Like it's a mm-hmm. cowboy yeah. boot that mm-hmm. has a false heel on yeah. it. Yeah. Oh. And so, like his his is, but like to give the illusion that his that he's not wearing mm-hmm. heels. Like there's like a you know a top foot part. But mm-hmm. because there's no actual feet in that, because they're all uh, on top of the heel and yeah. the back of the le- and top of the back of the leg, mm-hmm. like it just looks like a little floppy, dangly thing. Because a little floppy, dangly penis. Because there's uh, no little ding dong. Because <laughs> there's no uh, there's no toes in that shoe. No, they're all they're all up on the heel. Wow, it's all heel, baby. It's all heel. He's working. He's working in those yeah. heels. Yeah. God, can only imagine how much they cost in his um, yeah, presidential fucking, campaigns, fucking, like crashing and burning. Yeah, work, queen. Yeah, work, Work queen. those heels, queen. <laughs> DeSantis. Ron DeSantis it almost sounds like a, 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 a fucking drag queen name. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like Ron, like, or Big DeSantis or something <laughs> like that. How about that? Um, so... You want to get into the Star Trek episode we're talking oh, about yeah, today? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. 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 We're talking about uh, Time Trap uh, from Star Trek the Animated Series, Season 1, Episode 12. Oh, hells yeah. Uh, this is a 12th episode uh, released in TAS, but the 10th episode produced in TAS. And it first aired on the 24th of November, 1973. Hmm. So this, this motherfucker 50 years old. Oh, damn. Yeah, it old as shit. Um, almost 50 no yeah over 50 years old so uh, this one was written by Joyce Perry uh, who's mostly a television writer um, I think this is their only episode of any Star Trek uh, they also wrote a lot for Grizzly Adams an episode of Land of the Lost an episode of Fantasy Island and several episodes of the soap opera Days of Our Lives oh um, we have the same director as the rest of the first season episodes, Hal Sutherland, um, who, after he left TAS, it like quickly fell apart. Mm. So, we open on a captain's log from Kirk. Captain's log, start eight, five, two, six, seven, point two. We have just entered the Delta Triangle, a vast, uninhabited sector of our galaxy in which a high number of mysterious disappearances of starships have been recorded since ancient times. Ancient times. Ancient times. The Enterprise has been assigned to the mission of surveying this area and, if possible, determining the cause of these disappearances. It's interesting that they have like a concept of ancient now that they have so many races who are like so much older yeah. than humans. Like they still like classify things as ancient, which is interesting. Yeah, it also feels like a, um, it's sort of like an unprecise method of measurement. Right, right. <laughs> it's very imprecise. But I mean, this is this is a TAS, so yeah. they probably like. I mean, yeah, it's written for children. So yeah. <laughs> so on the bridge, some alarms go off. Uh, sensors are in a state of chaos and unreliable since entering the triangle. Ahead of them is a Cleon battle cruiser that fires at them. Kirk has their weapons readied. They fire on the Klingon ship, and it disappears. Spock says they didn't knock them out of the sky, but the Klingons just disappeared. Hmm. Uh, They make a scan and find two more Klingon vessels. They receive a hail from the lead one. Kirk has them go to the location of the disappearance while they talk to the Klingons. He tells the Klingon commander what happened, and the Klingon commander doesn't accept it. The Enterprise heads towards the disappearance point, and the Klingons chase after and fire at them. The deflector shields go out, as does all the vital systems, as the Enterprise suddenly disappears. The crew gets dizzy and cannot orient themselves, and Sulu falls over. Not Sulu! No! Oh, my. Oh, my. Oh, my. (laughs) (laughs) The Enterprise reappears in a graveyard of ships from every civilization imaginable. The lost Delta Triangle ships, all lost without a trace. Spock says there's a random element to the disappearances and that the meeting of two time continuums might be erratic. Some of the ships have been stuck here for centuries. Scotty recognizes the first warp-capable Federation ship, and Spock posits the uh, original crew's descendants may still live on that ship. On the Klingon ship in the Triangle, they spot the Enterprise and prepare to fire on them immediately, but both of their weapons systems are frozen. Suddenly, Kirk disappears from the bridge. Captain's Log Supplemental 
First Officer Spock recording. We appear to be in an alternate universe. Position undetermined. It's missionary. <laughs> uh, they are getting fucked. Um, Captain Kirk that's is, not until later in the episode. That's true. Captain Kirk has been <laughs> transported from the ship by an unknown power. His present location also is yet undetermined. So Kirk and the Klingon captain, Kor, yes, that core. Oh my God. Jadzia, my old friend, core. <laughs> once more into the breach, motherfucking core. One of the greatest Klingon war heroes of all time, core. And, and noted Kirk hater. <laughs> and noted Kirk hater uh, has been transported to the courtroom of sorts. They have been brought to trial by the inhabitants of this dimension called Alicia. The ruling council is made up of 123 races from across the universe that dates back over a thousand years. During that time, many of whom were enemies outside the triangle, but they have learned to live together because, according to them, they must. As a result, any act of violence is forbidden and will be dealt with swiftly and with the utmost severity. There is a woman named Magen here who talks in a really high monotone voice <laughs> and it's very fucking funny yeah um i'm pretty sure that was probably just uh, it was nichelle nichols oh was it and core is james duhan oh really uh -huh. so they didn't, have, they didn't have the original core do the voice no 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 they didn't no, that's no, sad. not the same guy so the captains are told that under their law they are responsible for the behavior of their own crews if they cause violence the penalty they must suffer is total immobilization of both of their ships for a century the leader a romulan dressed like superman named, <laughs> named sirius uh explains i'm very serious right now <laughs> very i'm always serious <laughs> get it because that's my name that's some romulan humor enjoy ha 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 uh, so Sirius explains that their small universe is a trap where time passes very slowly. No one has been able to escape from this area. Mm. Back aboard the Enterprise, when Kirk announces his determina uh, determination to leave, Scotty says that they had better do so quickly because the time warp is rapidly disintegrating the ship's dilithium crystals and they only have four days left. The Klingons divert all their power to the ship's engines and try to leave but ultimately are not successful. Spock gets an idea how they might escape. And Bones almost calls the Klingons a slur. <laughs> He's like, those Klingons, those. And Kirk's like, yo, homie, 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 homie. We've got like, we've got like recording on the ship. <laughs> yeah. Not in the official log, my dude. I'm not trying to be immobilized for a hundred years. <laughs> yeah, right. Like, all oh, these goddamn woke Federation policies. <laughs> Um, so They're trying to silence me. <laughs> Spock explains they must link the ship's warp and navigation together. The two ships have to function as one ship in order to escape. It requires co cooperation by sharing warp power and personnel to reach the necessary speed to break through back to their universe. The Klingons agree with Spock. And him, Joyous, goes to touch them in thanks, which is very unlike Spock. Uh, and then Kirk and Spock take their leave. The Klingons find it weird that Spock touched them, and Kor, the captain, conspires to destroy the Enterprise when they break free of the time warp by using a specially calibrated explosive device in the warp control panel that looks like a pill. <laughs> Captain's log, stardate 5267.6. We are in the final stages preparatory to making our escape from Elysia. We must make our escape by tomorrow or our dilithium crystals will be too depleted and we'll be trapped here forever. So back on the Enterprise, a couple Klingons are caught poking around the dilithium room and Spock escorts them back to their work area. Bones says Spock isn't acting normal and acting too much like a pal to the Klingons. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, God damn it, he's, he's palling up with those, those, those. Bones, you can't say that. <laughs> white, white bones, you can't be saying that. Yeah, come on, man. Like, dude. You know, they, they actually call him Bones because he's white as fuck and yeah. always be saying <laughs> like every day. Every day. Bones, white boy, you can't say that. Damn. Um, so <laughs> Bones says Spock isn't acting. Uh, we already that. So uh, Kirk says he'll talk to Spock. Talking to Spock, Kirk says his recent behavior is concerning. 
but Spock reveals his palling around with Klingons let him touch Kor and learn of his sabotage plans, doing a, like a mini Klingon mind meld thing. Yeah, it's it is funny that he doesn't like pass this by like uh, Kirk ahead of time. Yeah, he's just like, let me touch the captain. Yeah, I, I got this. <laughs> I got this. Let me touch him. <laughs> let me touch the captain just on his shoulder. I'll give him a shoulder rub. It'll be fine. I won't kiss him on the nape of his neck and slowly move down his back <laughs> right into his ass. Slowly start licking his asshole as I put my hand around the shaft and caress his balls with my other hand. I'll move the fernium into the cup of my hands and slowly massage it until pre-cum starts to leak out of both of his dicks. Both of his hard so, Klingon dicks. So, so you're probably confused right now about what you're actually listening to. No, it's not an erotic book on tape. <laughs> the, the most disturbing erotic book on tape you've ever heard. You're just listening to the horniest Star Trek podcast yes. imaginable. Welcome. This is Soy Trek. This I am Soy Comrade Trek. Brit. I don't think I announced that. Yeah, and I'm Comrade Pat. Comrade Pat. Welcome. But it is. Um, I, I did think this part though, where it's like the reveal that oh, I wasn't actually being a pal. I was I was sapping them for information. Feels sort of like those um, those old Superman comic book covers where Superman's doing something really ridiculous. Mm -hmm. Where Superman's like, I yes, I have to torture you every day, Jimmy Olsen. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, that's on the cover, and you're just like, whoa, why would Superman torture Jimmy Olsen? And then you read and, it, and you're like, oh, because oh, okay. he's a terrorist. Yeah. Okay, I get it. Oh, he had a Jimmy special Olsen reason. did 9/11. <laughs> yeah. He had a special reason for torturing Jimmy Olsen. That makes sense. And, mm -hmm. That that sort of felt like sometimes those. it's okay to waterboard children. Yeah, sometimes it's okay to waterboard, and sometimes it's okay for mm -hmm. Spock to uh, be be really creepy and smiling. But mm -hmm. you know that uh, we do get to see he did that also in um, in Strange, Strange New, New Worlds. Worlds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That, that, and how unsettling his uh, his smiling is. His laugh. Yeah. Yeah, it's, mm -hmm. it's terrifying. <laughs> okay, so Kirk calls security and puts them on alert after learning of Court's plans. With the Klingons, uh, they elaborate on their plans to destroy the Enterprise with the pill-sized device. And Kor gives it the go-ahead, because he's a dick. Yeah. So now the Enterprise and Klingon crew celebrate their impending escape in one of the Enterprise recreation rooms with an Orion woman dancing, which Kirk admits he has seen many times. Yeah. Which, all right, I got some questions for you, Kirk. <laughs> Why are you seeing these Klingon women dance so many times? Like, is it their only cultural custom? Or are you just going to like all these burlesque shows as a single man? Hey, you know what? He's he gets he's been around. He's been around the been around the Alpha Quadrant. A few and I'm, times. Not, I'm not trying to shame any single man for going to a burlesque show. Yeah. As long as you're, especially if you're tipping, like yeah. that that's great. You belong there. Yes. But but you know, it's also if that's like all you do. Or if like you're a guy who like your only pastime is going to the strip club, mm -hmm. there's a problem there. There's a bit of problem. <laughs> bit of a problem with relating to but people. But that's the thing. Like this is a this is um uh there's they don't have money. The Federation doesn't have money. So what's he tipping with? I mean Orion's might. I mean oh, Orion's Ryan's. aren't in the Federation. I don't oh yeah, mm -hmm. no they're not. Oh yeah, you mean he's yeah he's tipping Orion. So yeah. And this is also in like a, a completely separate society oh, that's yeah. in the the triangle. So, did you forget this whole episode, Spat? <laughs> I did. What you doing over here? So, as uh, Klingon slips away uh, while they're celebrating to plant an explosive device in the Enterprise's computer room, uh, right after the Klingon ship's first officer, Kaz, gets into a fight with McCoy, who, uh, well, first off, Bones is like, Hey, you... And it's really not okay. Yeah. It's 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 like good job bones on creating that distraction. Yeah. Distraction. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was just speaking my mind. He he cut in line in front of me for the for the blood wine bowl. Mm -hmm. I was waiting forever and this just fucking like stands in front. You no patience. No patience with these people. No patience. Um, so Sirius neutralizes um, Kaz's disruptor and that aims at McCoy and brings Kirk, Kor, McCoy, and Kaz to their council. Sirius reminds them that violence is forbidden there and says that he should probably place the Klingon ship and its crew on suspended animation for a century. Mm. Which is interesting that he just immediately takes their side. But I guess they kind of yeah. saw what happened. Um, and they're like... Uh, Okay, even though Bones said, I mean, that's really not cool, but no. trying to kill him for it, 
I don't think that's acceptable. <laughs> they they are fighting words though, so we do understand that. We're taking that into account. Yeah. Um, and so because they take that into account, because McCoy said, which I mean, re- again, I can't stress enough. That's not cool. That's not cool. It's really not cool. Yeah. Even if it's a, a fucking Klingon who's like trying to kill you and like erase you from existence, mm-hmm. like you still can't be saying those kind of words. No. no. So, um, Kirk says it's important to get back to their time continuum and says they can do it together and manages to convince Sirius uh, to let the Klingons go and Sirius releases Core into Kirk's custody and makes the Klingons their problem. Which kind of makes sense because they're like a peaceful society that's stuck here and they're like, we don't want this shit. Yeah. Yeah. And they do seem to have complete control. It's just like they're not worried about any sort of like rival factions rising up they're yeah. just like what if we team these two together yeah yeah fuck them we both <laughs> we want them both out of here like yeah if they can fucking escape this prison let them yeah it's interesting that they they are just they do feel so enlightened but they're just been trapped and stagnant for so long and it's weird that like no one there's no subplot or anything of like one person that wants to go with them yeah like no one wants to go no one's like please i want out of this fucking prison <laughs> fucking continuum like, yeah because like as as they were saying like a lot of the ships are extremely old like I yeah like first, hundreds of years old and yeah, some the of them have only capable ship yeah, yeah some of them have only known this universe and this universe can't have a ton of technology other than that what's been transported into it i don't think yeah because otherwise there doesn't seem to be sh- any raw materials yeah these ships still wouldn't be like floating around and yeah where are they getting food from they're cannibalizing Oh, the old sense. ships where everyone <laughs> dies they're just like yeah well everyone's dead so we're going to immobilize you for a hundred years and then just like cook them on a, <laughs> on a grill <laughs> the replicators are people that's how long it takes to go through our systems oh yeah I guess maybe some of them do have replicators but mm-hmm. yeah I mean and who knows oh, yeah, you have like the f- but you have like ships that are like the first warp capable ship and yeah. stuff like that like stuff that's older than NX-01 yeah, that's so true. it's like way it's when you still had cooks on the ship and shit yeah yeah. Mm. So, uh, the plot to destroy the Enterprise is uncovered by Magan, the one who talks real high, mm-hmm. uh, while the two ships begin to make their escape, and she's all, The Klingons have hidden explosive <laughs> aboard the Enterprise! She will be destroyed! Uh-oh. <laughs> and, Sir- <laughs> and Sirius calls them before the Enterprise reaches warp 8, which is its blow-up point. Uh, Spock and Scotty run down to the computer room and locate the explosive, which is shaped like a pill, very easily. Yeah. And then Spock proceeds to eject it from uh, this, like, ejection hatch that we've never seen before and yeah. we never see again and are just led to believe is, like, this space trash chute that they just have. Mm-hmm. And, like, for some reason, it ejects it, like, far into space before it blows up Yeah, there's, like, no propulsion system seen to propel it far enough from the Enterprise. Spock just throws it so hard into the thing (laughs) that it just bounces around until it flies out. I can see that. If it sends, like, in space, like, you know, a single, uh, a simple push can send you, but still, like, not fast enough. Right, exactly. Yeah. I I didn't didn't buy it. Yeah, I mean, it would have made sense if they, like, like teleported it off mm-hmm. and like yeah he puts his uh communicator on it yeah or not the communicator is um because they're not oh yeah yeah if they uh, transport it somewhere. the tricorder yeah yeah so it explodes harmlessly in space and the day is saved yeah no one gonna die no one gonna die today so them and the klingons leave the time warp and separate with Core claiming full credit for saving the two starships <laughs> mccoy calls Core a but Kirk tells him it doesn't matter, and once again, that's not appropriate. HR is probably going to want to speak with you about this. It's like, yeah, you already have so many strikes against you, McCoy. Like the way the way you're going, you're not going. Get- they can't demote me. What <laughs> what are they going to do? Fucking send me back? We're years away. <laughs> you're not going to be able to do your your late in life uh, cocaine disco prints that <laughs> <laughs> you have in have in uh, Star Trek: The Motion Picture. You picture. can't take that away from me, Jim. <laughs> you know that's all I want out of life. You got the cl- Miami <laughs> lifestyle, Jim. Got to clean up your life then. <laughs> Bones. You're, do, you're doing you're doing too many racisms. <laughs> There's no such thing, Jim. <laughs> you know what these people are. But I feel I feel like that sort of McCoy would not do well in like Miami, especially Space Miami. Yeah, you're probably right. Yeah, he would he would 
it's like, oh, he would be losing his mind. Oh, he would. But then again, that is like, you know, Florida is like the where the uh, old boomer Republicans go. That's very true. No, yeah, I think it would do well, really well. Yeah. I mean, not Miami. Miami Dade is like a lot yeah, more Mi- left. Yeah, Miami. Yeah, like. But the, Miami Dade more south. Uh, but also, you go. like outside of like Miami, Miami mm-hmm. Dade sucks. Yeah. It's like I, I'm sure like MAGA country now. Oh yeah, yeah. So yeah. I guess he would do pretty well there. Yeah. <laughs> so the two ships separate. Or the two ships uh, leave the time warp and separate, with Core claiming full credit for isolating the ships. Koi calls Cora you know what, but Kirk tells him it doesn't matter. They are finally back within their own time continuum. The end of the episode. That's it. Oh. Yeah, I guess. Oh, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of fucked up that, like, again, this is showing, like, Kirk's sort of, like, laissez-faire attitude towards... Um, Crime and punishment. Or, and also, well, um, documenting and reporting these these bizarre space that's true space space anomalies because mm-hmm. like not for one not only are there people that have been trapped there for hundreds of years including federation including members fe- and, yeah, and their federation. descendants yeah so people they're literally responsible for um for taking care of right and they don't bring them back with them no they none don't, of these people they, they don't they don't man they don't try i mean from what we've seen I mean, mm-hmm. th- I mean, it's who knows. We never see these people. Yeah, again. we only get like twenty three so, minutes for this episode. So. so, like, I mean, maybe he does, um, does like report it to Starfleet and be like, we need to man a rescue. We need to d- get a rescue mission going. Mm-hmm. Or maybe he just forgets about it, like he does with everything else. And so, like, I mean, knowing Kirk, he probably just been like, "Well, that was fucking weird." Spock, can can you do, can you do the paperwork? I'm gonna go jerk off in the room. Yeah, that's why I like you know like a lot of you know like in TNG episodes when they come across like an anomaly that they can't you know get rid of, they mm-hmm. just put on put up like warning beacons to make sure no one else falls into it. True, which true. I feel like would be you know if you're not responsible. Gonna, yeah, responsible. If you're not gonna like. Um, man a rescue mission for these people like at least keep other people from falling into that place no it's like no well that that was cool I'm just we're gonna leave now maybe I don't know tell Starfleet about it maybe <laughs> maybe maybe not Spock take I got, care of the I, got, I gotta go go to see some Orion strippers <laughs> yeah right man Orion strippers burlesque as they call burlesque, it yes. burlesque yes burlesque Orion burlesque, mm-hmm. but yeah, like, um, yeah, it's it's interesting, um, yeah, but I guess that's you know, I mean, that's expected. That's what we've seen from Kirk mm-hmm. this entire time. But yeah, so because like that would be interesting to actually like revisit them, but you know, obviously, I know this is TAS, like, and it, so it's it's not really canon. It's not really. It's not yeah. counted in canon. No one ever really mentions it in references to Star Trek. No. Although I think they should, because yeah. like it's got some stuff in there that I think is cool, and like underutilized in other stuff. Space belts, yeah. space belts, space belts, some force field belts for space mm-hmm. belts. Um, yeah, but yeah, and some cool, interesting worlds. Fucking Lucian, mm-hmm. the fucking devil. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm the fucking devil. Uh, yeah, the gay devil. He's fucking amazing. I wish they brought him back in some way. But yeah, like um, he, he's kind of like um, uh, along with Trelane, like Lucian is so much a precursor to Q. Yeah, you know, very much the same energy there. Yeah, you know what? Bring Lucian back in um, mm-hmm. in, in Discovery season five. Yeah, I mean, all the episodes are already written, including uh, one of them is uh, written by a uh, friend of the show, uh, Carlos Cisco. Yeah. Uh, I think the episode is called Broken Mirror, so I'm pretty sure it's going to be a Mirror Universe episode. Oh, hell's yeah. Yeah. And I, I kind of like their... I like, like, Discovery's Mirror Universe, I think, more than I like their regular universe. Yeah, I mean, they do have better fits. Like, yeah. Georgiou's, uh Mirror Georgiou's yeah, She's so fit. badass, yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, like, and, but she's evil and terrible. Yeah. But I like her character. And Killy's outfit, too, is pretty good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Tilly's outfit is pretty sick. She, yeah, she's pretty much much less irritating than her regular <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah i like her as bossy and not so uh, 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 yeah. uh. that's why she her character was good in baskets like mm-hmm. she just played a um punk rock um street clown oh nice yeah and um who falls in love with a um a guy who works at arby's who um yeah. who uh who chip baskets uh, <laughs> call, calls calls arby's 
Yeah. Like, he, like he was a juggler that uh-huh. that applied for. Um... Uh-huh. Keep going. I'm almost finished. Keep going. I'm almost finished. Juggalo. <laughs> well, now look at it. <laughs> moldering on the floor there. <laughs> yeah. It's a putrid pile, my friend. That is a putrid pile. Well, that's a putrid pile of ooey gooey. Ooey gooey. I mean, it's. it's I'm going to put up some warning beacons around that. It's it's harmless. <laughs> I mean, there's no not even sperm in it. There's no diseases. I get tested regularly. It's like. It's burning it's, through the ground like alien spit. It's. it's <laughs> It's basically tap water when you think about it. Yeah. Which is why I uh, put it in my water filter. That's what you're drinking right now. Oh, God damn it. Again. Again. Okay. You drink it every week. It's okay. It gives you extra energy for podcasting. It does. Yeah. Yeah. It, I don't think I talked about it before. I don't know if you... There's that Love Line episode where mm-hmm. a bodybuilder was eating his own cum because he heard it was full of... Um, it is full of protein. It is. It's full of good stuff for bodybuilding. And um, and uh, he's talking to Doctor Drew, and Doctor Drew was just like, uh, "You get more protein out of an M M&M. and M." He's like, "Really?" And he's like, "Yeah." And then, like they hung up. Doctor Drew, <laughs> you did a bad thing there because you could have done a funny thing and been yeah. like, "That's actually true," and doing it more <laughs> often actually makes you stronger it's kind of like a natural creatine or almost a natural steroid but actually you can't be eating your own you have to eat it from other guys right (laughs) especially high testosterone men so you know maybe like ask guys at your local gym in the shower room if they want to provide some cum for you yeah it's like hey bros are we going to uh are we going to bulk up yeah and that's what you say give give them a broey blowy yeah they just gotta be like guys let's bulk up and then they know what's going to happen yeah Yo, bro, you want a blowy blowy? <laughs> you want a bro job? <laughs> Hell, yeah. Hell yeah, baby. But, like, uh, yeah. Yeah, so I guess it is. Yeah, I mean, according to Dr. Drew. Not according to Dr. Drew, fuck Dr. Drew. Yeah. I mean, not according to According to me, fuck Dr. Oh, yeah, Drew. I, uh, he's, he's an idiot. He thinks, like, you... you I can, have heard bad things about him, but I don't, I'm not sure. I can't uh, he's, remember what. He's, like, he's just not a very good doctor, and he says a lot of anti-scientific shit. I can see that. He, I mean, he, he is like a radio doctor. He's yeah. he's no he's no better than Frazier. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, he's he's a Doctor Phil type. Except doctor. Do, except Doctor except Frazier is mm-hmm. at least like like his 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 medical profession is talking to people. Yeah, I mean, was it Frazier a doctor? I don't think so. Yeah, he was a PhD. He was a he was a uh, like a psychologist. Doctor 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 Crane. Psychiatrist. Yeah. yeah. Doctor Frazier Crane. Yeah, yeah I guess that yeah. sounds right. Yes. Yeah. But like, um, but yeah. So I mean, Fraser's supposed to be talking with people. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, Doctor Drew is like, like being on radio. It means he can't even touch people. He's not allowed. That's true. <laughs> He's like, they're like, no, you're, you know, you could be a doctor in name, but you can't see any patients. I mean, he he did like celebrity rehab and several reality That's shows. That's true. And yeah. look how much, look how well that turned out. I mean, I guess it had some a couple big seasons or something. Mm. I think Meatloaf was on there one time. I think also think Screech was. Oh yeah, Dustin Diamond. Yeah, that certainly worked out well for him. (laughs) R.I.P. Rest in peace, Dustin Diamond. (laughs) The guy from Crazy Town. Rest in peace. (laughs) Shifty Shell Shock. Did he die? Shifty Shell Shock. Did he die? No. Oh. <laughs> Just <laughs> saying, rest in peace. He's dead inside anyway. Yeah, probably. Yeah. I, uh, he performs at the the place that's um, uh, owned by that fucking one band, Green Jello, or the guy from Green oh. Jello. Oh, they, really? They perform there a lot. I know a guy who like lives there. I didn't know Green Jello was still performing. They do, yeah. They do uh, like tours and stuff, and you know mm. they, they've got a couple big songs from the nineties. This little piggy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <coughs> little pig, little pig, let me in. That that riff, <laughs> that riff goes hard as fuck though. It, it is a great fucking punk riff for yeah. sure. Um, yeah, but good for them. They're probably like sixty years old by now. Yeah, it's it's an interesting guy who has like this interesting idea about um, like art and stuff. And so he's had like this basically like an artist commune mm. since the '90s, since he made like millions of dollars on the fucking Little Pig song mm. with Green Jello. Uh, he bought like uh, a fucking place in like the shitty part of LA that has since become a really nice part of LA. Yeah. And he just has like this big compound where people live, and they also have like a venue in there. Mm. Uh, and my my buddy from high school, Sean Shimmer, mm. uh, part of the band Shimmerbed, 
Mm. Uh, I think he lives there or did live there for a while mm. and he performs there pretty often and Crazy Town also performs there fairly often and so he posts uh, sh pictures with Shifty Shellshock. Oh, hell yeah. That's good yeah. that Shifty Shellshock's doing good. Good is relative. Yeah. <laughs> like this, this guy. Um, yeah, I guess death would be a blessing. Sean, really <laughs> nice guy. I really like him a lot, but he's one of those guys who like his pictures are almost I smoke crack coated. Mm. Like they they just have like a certain like I don't know how to clean my camera ness to them and mm. also like a certain like dinginess to them to where I'm like whoever took this like is probably on some real serious drugs. They were just using their phone to cut drugs. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's yeah, why, yeah. That's why it's probably all cloudy. Yes, exactly. <laughs> There's powder all over the camera. Yeah. Big spots. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, uh, I don't know. What do you think of this episode of uh, TAS? Yeah, they all kind of wash over me. Yeah, I mean, some of them are good. I like the one with Spock and his big dog. Yeah, but yeah, that's true. Like this episode, and I don't the one know, with I, giant I, Spock was also pretty cool. Yeah, I felt though with this like it couldn't didn't go anywhere. It didn't. I liked that it had core. It had core. And I liked the woman who <laughs> talked a lot like this. But, oh no! <laughs> but I like how, like, when they are trying to like think of what this um, United Nations of 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 uh, aliens would look like, it's just like them just all like sitting in a circle talking all day. Yeah, just a bunch of white people. <laughs> yeah, just yeah. like just like discussing stupid shit, and then it's just mm -hmm. like, okay, well, what else? Well, I guess what else is there to do in this void? I know it's and, and <laughs> they haven't like they're like it's not important for us to leave. Like, why? Why, why is it not? not like? Don't you want to like actually see the real universe that like yeah. you're from? <laughs> Like, like, just get to know anybody else besides, like, the 12 no, people no, that are in this. No, we're pretty cool here. <laughs> I mean, I'm guessing they're I mean, I guess those were just the representatives. I'm guessing there was probably more people. Right. Who, pro who might have, like, really wanted out. But this is, like, their fucking, like, liberal government. Yeah. And, like, their version of capitalism is completely based on them being stuck in the time continuum. But also, it's like that... Like, it doesn't really address the fact that this time continuum is completely unsustainable if, like, they have been there for hundreds of years. Mm -hmm. They would naturally breed. Right. And it's just like, so they would quickly outgrow their capabilities to support enough people. No, they could they could ration that and shit. Yeah, but, like, what, kill people? Kill, like... Ra well, I mean, like, you know, provide some sort of contraception, like, universal contraceptive care. Mm. Yeah, this is I the mean, future. They can do like fucking like just like tricorder abortions, baby, <laughs> and tricorder vasectomies. Like, doo -doo -doo -doo. <laughs> <laughs> so it's, but like, um, your your uh, uh, it's, it didn't work again, Mister Riker. Damn it! <laughs> Damn it! Your sperm are too strong. <laughs> they they keep on rebuilding the vast difference like a bridge. It is fascinating, like riker i mean technically i guess he's had two children that we know of yep, yep but like it's amazing that he doesn't have more yeah right but then again i see him also being like a guy who constantly goes in between like um tricorder vasectomies right right <laughs> and try and yeah tricorder vasectomy reversals yeah he's like, crusher and she's like not a Again, Will. God damn it. Do you do you don't want to have kids, trust me. It's like, yeah, but Deanna and you know, like the breeding thing gets really going, so But I mean we that again we we only know like um only know those um those children that he has. Yeah. That 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 for sure. Oh, imagine how have, many Rysian children there yeah, are. Yeah, there's probably a the million about, bastard Rikers. Yeah, the thing about Risa is like you know everyone is just raised by community there mm. and so you'll never know you'll never know if that Riker could, has that could kids. be dangerous for him because then he uh -huh. goes to risa and then like they all have beards yeah. <laughs> like men and women I, he's just like i i actually made a meme that was that basically. Oh, really? <laughs> but it was like uh it was wicca in a wikipedia article mm. kind of thing oh yeah yeah oh that's good Mm -hmm. Yeah, he goes there and he's just like, "Oh crap, I can't enjoy rice anymore." Yeah, because I'm, um, I'm, I'm, yeah, he like goes to I'm fuck a woman. It's like commit something interesting about your eyes. <laughs> My last name is Rika. I'm like, no, no. <laughs> nope. Whoops. No. That one. Yeah, he starts going to like, kind of like how, um, you know, there's like subpar uh vacation sub uh, destinations that aren't Hawaii. 
you know you can get you can see like you know there's like you know like branson missouri yeah like and so like so Riker starts he he accepts that he can't go to Rice anymore, so he starts going to like the the second tier, mm-hmm. <laughs> the the like the B and C tier like Rices that exist in the and in, in the, mean in the Orion. Yeah, <laughs> I can see Orion being up there, but it is kind mm-hmm. of it is kind of you know I think Orion's probably a little bit dirtier than that. I think yeah, because they have slave women, whereas yeah. Rice just has like that's kind of their society's well, like they, full service sex work. Well, like. The Orion slave women are actually like the ones in control. Like, I guess they re- mm-hmm. went back and changed that. You know, that mm-hmm. they're actually like controlling the men through pheromones. Mm-hmm. Sure. But, yeah, I can see that being being something Riker does. But I could see him also just going to like yeah, like the Branson Missouri's and stuff, and They're just spreading his seed all over. I bet. And it's like I, I bet you could like, get hella laid in Branson. Probably. Like just just put on a shirt that says like I love milfs who love to gamble or something <laughs> yeah. like that. Yeah, just like just something like brash and stupid, or like I fuck maga milfs or some shit like that. You can get your dick sucked. I I can also see the like um, um, deeply closeted twink performing twink um, market being very big there. Yeah, yeah, you're probably yeah. There's the southern twink, (laughs) the 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 guy with a little mustache. The yeah, yeah, you know, I just I just feel like they're you know the white man's being replaced, (laughs) and they're like, man, fuck you, little boy. And he's like, okay, daddy. (laughs) And he's yeah, he's really because like they he moved there because like you know because Branson has a lot of performing spaces, right? So like they have like the Dolly Parton world type thing, Mm. and like the like the it's like um. It's like uh, medieval times, but it's like the uh, the south, north versus the south. It's a real oh, thing yeah. that they have. There. Oh, really? Like a yeah. civil war, medieval times? Yes, yeah, medieval. So, <laughs> it's like part of the Dolly Ooh. Land thing. So I could see, I could see like all of the like the yeah, like the deeply the conser- the conservative raised, deeply encloseted twinks being there. So mm-hmm. if you wanted to clean up in Twinksville, yeah, just be like, but we should like cosplay as john brown and go to uh the, the, the civil war thing just like start murking the guys i may have heard that it closed a couple years ago Let me oh, double check. No. yeah what was it called like civil war land dolly land dollywood or is it dollywood, dollywood civil war you civil. should probably close that it doesn't make sense yeah dolly parton stampede yeah. Uh, why did Dixie Why did Dixie Stampede close? Yeah, I can tell you why because it doesn't make political sense, especially yeah. with Dolly's politics. Oh, actually, this was in Orlando, Florida. Mm-hmm. Which makes it sounds sense. like Orlando. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, you could find enough guys to fucking cosplay the South there. Easy. Yeah. Dolly Parton Stampede dinner attraction. The South will rise again. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Oh, do you want to know what the feast is? The feast? Yeah, like... The feast is shit. Uh, it's a four-course feast. A mouth-watering chicken tender whole rotisserie chicken. Uh-huh. Uh, delicious hickory-smoked barbecue pork loin. Uh-huh. Stampede's original creamy vegetable soup. Uh-huh. A scrumptious homemade biscuit. Uh-huh. Hot buttered corn on the cob. Uh-huh. A tasty herb-basted potato. Uh-huh. Stampede's very own specialty dessert. Left left undescribed. Uh-huh. Uh, unlimited Coca-Cola tea or coffee. Unlimited Coca Cola with vegetarian and gluten free meals available. So you're tell so I mean you're telling me they had a two two refill limit at at medieval times. Yes, and I remember that. Don't oh yeah. Don't you think I'll ever forget that? Oh yeah. You told me that months ago. Never forget. That was that's my nine (laughs) eleven. That that was awful. Like that was uh, you know you only have like yeah like you you basically go through the equivalent of that in one pod during one podcast oh 100 percent. i drink so much liquid yeah. so yeah i mean i mean maybe that's what why Do- the dollywood dixie stampede went under is because they did do unlimited drinks and oh no people, people were just sucking up that soda water i know yeah they just had the taps <laughs> going blast 24 7 they're like Someone's asking for pure syrup. <laughs> I'm just like Frah. he's dressed as a Confederate soldier. <laughs> yeah. Give me the Coca Cola syrup. I could be that of being that be, that being a very awkward place to be because then like because you know like in medieval times you have to cheer for your knight. Right. And so clearly at this you either cheer for the north or the south. I mean, there's it's in Florida. Yeah. It's yeah. in Florida. You can find tons of people to cheer for the south. 
Oh yeah, but I mean, just like, but it's just like. But funny imagine to, if you're, there's like black people there, though. That's yeah. awkward, no matter what. It's but yeah, thinking about like, you know, it's one thing, you know. Like you know, they say it online. You know, they say in their in their private spaces. But then, like mm-hmm. going to like a large meeting, mm-hmm. and you know where you're. you're people you're, do crazy shit in public they, spaces. They There's the shit. people who like are you know like homosexuals are going to hell people in public spaces all the time you got both the crazy christians and you got the nation of islam shit yeah um you got them all yeah i mean you you got you got lots of crazy fringe groups in public especially religious ones just like shouting their mouth with fucking megaphones and shit and microphones and just saying like absurd shit that is like daffy and doesn't matter but like yelling it in people's faces and it's uh whatever i mean they have a right to do that it's just stupid yeah. I mean, if you're going to fucking, like, yell something in people's face, like, at least make it, like, empirically based and, like, something that society really needs to concentrate on. Mm-hmm. Not fucking Jesus. Yeah. You know, not yeah. fucking... It's, it's an the, emotional thing. The real thing Jews are black gets, shit. That gets people, it gets people riled up. Right. It's a replacement for material material concessions and uh, Yeah, and no, games. exactly. And it's, I, I, I understand. These people yeah. just want community. Yeah. They have no agency around, in their own life. Centered around hating gay people. And so they need agency and... Or going to Dixie Stampede and cheering for the South. Mm-hmm. The South will rise again! <laughs> the South will rise again. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm talking about Mexico. They oh, should rise up yeah, against the should. U.S. and destroy us. And I thought you were going to be like... United the, States of Mexico! The South should rise again, meaning like uh, the twink rising oh yeah the the, 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 the twink closet. uprising the closeted mustachioed <laughs> little twink uprising the, the, the with who who works within the performing arts mm-hmm. definitely <laughs> i think that's a great place for us to leave yeah it. why not yeah yeah uh thanks for hanging with us soldiers be well travel safe and you know what uh don't don't watch this episode yeah it's forgettable yeah like, it's, time travel I, whatever i remember i think we watched it before like I think you told me to watch I th- it. I think we might have, and I and and I ended, forgot it. And then, and then yeah. we ended up, then we ended up not doing it. So then yeah. I was like, oh yeah, this episode, yeah. and I was just like, oh yeah, nothing happens. And, yeah, it's uh, it's a whatever episode. It's not written yeah. by anyone who's written Star Trek before, pretty obviously. Yeah, and all the TAS episodes are just kind of like, eh. Most of it. There's a couple of good ones, I'd say. Yeah, there's a, there's a few, but mm. it's, it's not something like that uh that calms me like tng right I, I don't, i'm not sure i could watch maybe i could watch it as like a nostalgic go to sleep show just because mm-hmm. it's like so low stakes that i don't give a fuck about anything that's, yeah, that's true you know it's just a, a a fucking shitty cartoon from the 70s like a yeah. lot of shitty cartoons from the 70s this is honestly the same to me it's like it's fucking scooby-doo in space like yeah it's or like i i i, I watch josie and the pussies cats in space in outer space like similarly they should have put they should put, put just one day just said fuck it and put scooby-doo music on this show yeah because they do <laughs> i mean they, they only use they like four around. songs like yeah but they always use like yeah that thing and the, the music is yeah there, there's only like i mean it, it is very twin peaks-esque in the fact that there's only five songs on the yeah. entire soundtrack yeah but twin just, peaks does it better they definitely. had they definitely hired like uh i got a musician to just be like you know they're like all right you got 30 minutes studio time mm-hmm. you got something in you and he's just like oh <laughs> <laughs> it's just like just got this crap. I mean, the, the, the thing is done in the 70s though so it, it definitely has like a full orchestra playing on this yeah show. you know so good for them i guess yeah, yeah, could, but could have used some Scooby Doo music, sure. Definitely, they, they all run around. They're all like, they're all being stupid. Why not put Scooby Doo music on it? Yeah. So I don't know. Whatever. This episode's yeah. whatever. Watch yeah. it. Don't. I don't give a fuck. Yeah. Who cares? It's, yeah. It's 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 not that great. But no. you know what? Whatever. Right. But anyway, thanks for trekking with us, soy boys, girls, and other worldly beans. Hang, Hang dong and shocker. Soy, 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 soy,